Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, my beauties, my loves. I am in the presence of such a beautiful angel today. I already got some tears out already just basking in the gorgeous presence of Tori Feldman, founder of Sacred Ancestry. She is a soul mentor of mine. She is a gorgeous, gorgeous woman, and I I adore her. She is a pure goddess, so I can't wait for you all to meet her today. We're going to be talking about um, ancestry and healing your ancestry and the sacredness of our ancestry, specifically as women, women, we're going to be focusing on the matriarchal line and this calling that we have as mothers. And, um, and we're going to be relating that to postpartum and what I love, love, love about Tori. And I'm going to let her say hello in just a moment, I promise. But Tori is such a visionary. And I feel like that that kind of ties the two of us together. And so I have this postpartum woman vision that I carry with me all of the time. It's like my calling and her calling. I would love for you to tell us more about this, Tori, what you feel like your calling is. But um, her calling is, is to me, it feels like connecting people to their ancestors and helping them understand just how real their ancestors are. They're healed and well ancestors specifically. And she has so many amazing ideas, you guys, and she's taught me some of them of how to um, feel more connected to those who came before you and even the legacy you're leaving through your motherhood. So without further ado, I cannot wait to share her with you. Welcome, Tori. I love you. Oh, it's so good to have you. (laughs) My heart. I I am so ecstatic to be here, Lizzie. Thank you so, so much for having me. And hello, hello to everyone who's listening in. So I'm Tori Feldman, and it is my prayer, it is my mission that each and every person on this planet remembers the importance of connecting to our ancestors and healing our lineages so that we can create a better world for future generations and also to heal ourselves along the way and to experience the fullness and the richness and the depth and the beauty of this life without yes. being hindered or held back by old traumas. So yeah. this work, it, it just, it touches the depths of the earth. It touches the depths really of our soul and of the evolution of humanity. And I'm so excited to dive in and have this extremely juicy conversation with you specifically around ancestral healing for women and for you mamas out there. Yeah. Thank you again so much for being with us. 
Um, before we dive in, I would love if you could just share like a bird's eye view of your personal healing journey and what brought you into ancestry. Um, and, and this work, because I've heard you sort of reference it here and there on various calls and programs of yours that I've been in, which are incredible. By the way, you guys, you're going to hear more about her offerings towards the end of the episode. Um, but yeah, whatever you want to share with us, just so we can get to know like your vantage point and your heart and, and how it's been open and worked on by the universe, by source and, and even your ancestors. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear a little bit of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give you a, a super bird's eye view because we could sit here and talk story for so I many hours, which hopefully at some we point could. we get to. So <laughs> I was raised Jewish and I went to Hebrew school and learned how to read and write in Hebrew and I got bat mitzvah, but I wasn't taught mm-hmm. what any of the words actually meant. I don't know how to use it conversationally. And I also was not taught anything about the deep spirituality and mysticism that lives in the Jewish religion and really in my ancestry. And so I grew up in LA as a white Jewish girl who felt Mm -hmm. that she had inherited this culture of fast cars and celebrities and fast food and a shell of a religion that I didn't resonate with. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the culture of whiteness, which is very problematic. And I felt through the travels that I was so privileged to go on with my family, this deep calling to the ruins. And Mm -hmm. as I went to sacred sites and ruins, I started asking questions like, what were the kinds of ceremonies and rituals that these people had? And what were their beliefs about the afterlife? And I started to see or believe that indigenous cultures had a deep connection to lineage and to spirituality and to magic. But I did not think that that existed in me because my lineage had been so disconnected and so severed from that wisdom. And so I went on to study cultural anthropology in college, and I specified my studies on indigenous cultures and rights. And then I went and lived and volunteered on a reservation, on the Dono Atam Reservation, for a year. And while I was there, I was working on different cultural revitalization projects, including the native language class. And our goal was for the culture to be passed on from the elders to the youth, for the language Mm -hmm. to be passed on, for the ceremonies to be passed on, for the wisdom to be passed on. And what we found, myself and my um, indigenous partner project at the time, was that the youth weren't showing up. And... I remember crying tears of passion and prayer every day, just praying that the youth would show up to learn from their elders. And I felt this deep prayer because I felt the wound of disconnection from my own lineage. And I was saying things to my, my friend, such as, I just don't want your people to lose what you have because I know the pain of having lost it. You're still connected to your culture. You're still connected to your ancestors. You're still connected to the beauty and the wisdom teachings. And I don't have that. And I know the pain of not having that. And I do not want Mm -hmm. that for your people. And Mm -hmm. after a year of working on these projects and realizing that the youth weren't showing up, I had an awakening. And I realized I'm a Jewish woman, a white woman from LA that's here on this reservation. And I'm praying for the youth to show up 
to their elders and learn about their culture when I am that youth that's not showing up for my own elders Mm -hmm. to learn from my own culture. Mm -hmm. And so I had this awakening and saw that I was coming from this wound of separation from my own ancestors. And so instead of looking outside of myself and pointing my finger outside of myself, I decided to point that finger back at myself and take responsibility for my own connection to my lineage because I know that there is magic and spirituality in every lineage. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you need to travel back hundreds or thousands of years to find a time when your ancestors had that depth of ceremony and ritual and connection Mm -hmm. to the earth. But it exists in all of our lineages And so that's a part of the mission that I carry is helping people to connect back to that ancient wisdom that lives within all of us and within all of our lineages so that we can step into it and embody it and become wisdom keepers ourselves to shift the trajectory of humanity back to Mm -hmm. respecting the earth and healing generations to come. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. I loved that. I found Tori, you guys. By the way, she's at Sacred Ancestry on Instagram, so definitely go follow her today. Um, I found Tori when I was in Costa Rica. We were living in Costa Rica for seven months, and I was just in this vibe of, honestly, Costa Rica to me feels like mother. It feels like I want to say like the vulva of the earth, but in the most sacred, divine, feminine way. Like It's so luscious. And it's like the moisture, you walk on the soil in Costa Rica and it's like more water than dirt. I mean, it's so different than the mountain areas that I'm familiar with from the States. And so, and you're by the ocean all the time. It's just like (laughs) orgasmically, beautifully, wonderfully, (laughs) wonderful. And so I found her during this time of like really intense healing. And I was really working on my relationship with my mom and my ancestors. I had just lost two grandmothers. In fact, the final grandparent that passed away. My final of all of my grandparents passed away while I was living in Costa Rica, actually. And so it was very tender time for me. And I was reflecting a lot on, um, who am I, but like, can they teach me about who I am? And so I kind of had this on my heart when she came into my world and I ended up enrolling in one of her courses and was able to journey with, um, a great grandmother who sort of showed me a vision. Um, and I'm still honestly integrating and interpreting that vision, I feel like. Um, and, and maybe that's just the point of it for me is, is to keep me, you know, searching and kind of ruminating. And, and so I kind of love that she and I still have that ongoing connection, but, um, through, through Tori's influence, I've been able to really work with my dreams so much more deeply. And there were other people too. Um, I think I've learned with, um, Lisa Lister, L I S T E R. She's a awesome feminine powerhouse over in the UK. And, um, so anyway, let's talk about how this all happens to connect with postpartum, because that's what we're all, um, so many of us here today are experiencing. Your soul remembers, okay? Your soul has, like, shares DNA, and not just physical DNA, but, like, spiritual wisdom DNA with your ancestors. And they are waiting at the cusp energetically to be able to deliver rememberings to you, literally, and rememberings that will genuinely heal you and help you find the help you need postpartum and integrate 
the birth experience you've had to postpartum and then integrating postpartum in your into your motherhood and into the rest of your life. I believe, and I know Tori believes this too, but I will let her speak on that, but I do believe that there are many healed and well ancestors in this moment in time that desire to connect with you, not in a creepy way, right? We've been sort of conditioned to sometimes think about connecting to ancestors. Like we think about ghosts and we think about like being bothered by them. But Tori has so many beautiful ways that I'm sure we'll end up talking about. And if not, you definitely need to follow her on Instagram of making sure you're just dealing with the Hilden well ancestors. Tori's gift is, is her understanding and connection with those who came before. And she's done a lot of study with this, right? Her degree and in school, but also like she has so many book recommendations that she's read. And so she's just so knowledgeable about women, women and the matriarchal line of our families and the trauma that might be there. And so Tori, I would love it if you would sort of just immerse us in sort of a general overview um, of any collective trauma that we hold as women that you think that postpartum women might not know about, might want to know about, and that might sort of awaken them to a better understanding their current struggles possibly, um, or the inherited disconnection that they might be facing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Lizzie. So before diving into the burning times, I want to set this up with even more context. And you did a great job at starting yes, this off. For many of us who grow up in a modern day culture, we are taught that death is taboo, that ancestors are taboo, that connecting with the spirit world is dangerous. And we do need to be greatly discerning with our connection Mm -hmm. to ancestors. And so in the work that I do and in these conversations, we're going to be specifically talking about how to connect to your healed, wise, and well ancestors. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. all of us, including you, have healed, wise, and well ancestors somewhere down the line in your lineage. And as we spoke to before, sometimes you need to travel back hundreds or thousands of years to find the ancient wisdom in your lineage. The same is true for finding your wise and well ancestors. So even if you don't know your family tree, even if you don't know the names of your ancestors or the stories that live in your lineage with your conscious mind, your body holds all of their DNA. Mm -hmm. And as Lizzie mentioned, that DNA isn't just the physical, it includes the spiritual. It includes the stories of your ancestors, the names of your ancestors, the faces of your ancestors on a spiritual level, on an energetic level, all of that remembrance lives in your body. You are literally the embodiment of your ancestors. And so Mm. you are able to connect to all of those who came before you and with a lot of intention, safely connect to the wisdom keepers, the healers, the midwives, the witches Mm. even. (laughs) That's where I get a little excited. I'm like, deepest levels of love and compassion. Yeah, it's yes. it's so exciting because our ancestors aren't just a nameless, faceless mass of anonymous beings that in some way contributed to us being born. They have walked on this earth. They have feet that have touched this earth and the earth remembers them and your body mm-hmm. remembers them. And so mm-hmm. a part of the work right. that I do is I help people to also set boundaries 
so that Mm -hmm. you are connecting with your wise and well ancestors. And only after doing that connection with your wise and well ancestors do we begin to start to heal those ancestors who do Mm -hmm. need healing, who are unwell. Mm -hmm. And also to bring in a level of compassion, and we're going to go into this more when we talk about the burning times, to bring in a level of compassion for your ancestors who are unwell, that beneath every pattern in your life, beneath every ancestral wound or pattern that you might see in your family is a wounded ancestor who is actually just wanting healing. And Mm -hmm. so when Mm -hmm. we personify our ancestors, instead of seeing them as a nameless, faceless mass, then we begin to be able to approach them from the heart, soul to soul, human to human, woman to woman in our line so that we can truly honor the women who have walked before us. So to weave in the the burning times, yeah. Mm -hmm. So to weave in the burning times, And the times that, for many of our lineages, weren't just related to the burning of witches. Women, as many of us know, for thousands of years, have been in some way silenced, held back, our wisdoms dismissed as crazy, our intuition being told that is wrong in the favor and name of science. And... That is a deep feminine wound that not only lives within every woman, but that lives within humanity. And so Mm -hmm. we are alive on a time on this planet when feminine wisdom is yearning to be remembered, not just within women, but within all beings and within all life, including men. Mm -hmm. And the feminine is the intuition. It is our deep feeling, our compassion Mm -hmm. and our empathy, our emotion our ability to listen to the whispers of trees and of plants and of the waters mm-hmm. and to simply know things in the many different ways mm-hmm. and the different gifts that can manifest woman to woman to woman. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No and so when we talk about the burning times, that's a specific period in history when women were literally persecuted and condemned and burnt and drowned because of their intuition and very often the witches who were burned of course were not witches per se they were women women who knew the ways of the woods women who knew how to heal women who knew herbalism how to work with herbs to give healing Mm -hmm. women who were just simply they had their finger a a finger pointed at them even if they weren't Mm -hmm. deeply spiritual or witchy Mm -hmm. in any way right Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. this was really not just a war on witches, but a war on the feminine and a war on feminine wisdom because it is so powerful, because it can be such a threat to the systems and the powers that were trying to gain power during that time and that are still mm-hmm. in many ways trying to uphold their power today. And so it was a war to try to silence 
women and the wisdom of the feminine and the intuition because it is one of the most powerful forces on this planet. And the witch wound is what I like to use to refer to this. And many people also refer to it as the witch wound. But the witch wound isn't just about witches and it isn't just about those burning times. It's also all of the times in our lineages and all the times on our planet and many cultures and places all over the world that women were shamed or shunned or outcast because they were different or because they were intuitive or because they were simply women. Yeah. So to yeah. weave that into our healing, that's much of the healing that us women are holding that we are being called to do today. So beautiful. I had a few thoughts as you were sharing that. Um, the first is that I have a favorite product that I use during a certain time of the month when like my body needs this extra supplement. Okay. And it's like a vaginal thing. <laughs> and the lady that created it on the side of the bottle, it says literally, cause it's like made out of herbs, which is why I was drawn to it because I love natural remedies. And she's like, my grandmother appeared to me in a dream and, and told me the formula for this. And that's how it came to be. I'm not even kidding. I wish I could tell you, <laughs> maybe I'll put the link for it in the show notes. But it's, and I found this while I was in Costa Rica, enrolled in your course, I was studying my Nordic ancestry from Denmark. And I, I just thought, what can my ancestors bring to me? So, so far I have received songs from my ancestors. I've received dreams. I've received an understanding, um, through dreams of the trauma that my lineage holds and also just the trauma that women hold. Um, and there's probably more. And so much of it is very, very sacred and personal too. But anyway, I, I just want to echo this, that, um, they're real. And also let's, let's, let's now shift the burning times, taking that beautiful context that Tori gave us and moving into more of a motherhood postpartum matriarchal line space. So we've got, um, and, and one thing I wanted to add to the, the piece about the burning times is, a lot of medicine women and healers and herbalists were targeted. Um, be, and, and I don't want to get into the because, because I'm not here to um, get get too combative in this discussion. I don't, I, I, the point of it is to understand our trauma, not to, um, not really anything else. And so what I will say though, is that um, in the times that a lot of these burnings were really prevalent, and even when they were kind of winding down, our medical system was becoming a system. Like before that, a lot of a lot of um, the, the the work that doctors now do um, was done by women, and then sort of to a mass degree, all of a sudden we had a lot of um, women being kind of kicked out of that space and disallowed to even participate. Now the whole point, like I said, is that all of a sudden women were opening their legs and birthing babies to men, which was not actually what was normal. And so there's trauma there. There's also trauma around, like it went from so much more of a holistic um, way to a more medically intervention type way. Now that has beautiful things about it. I don't want to be, I'm not, I am not, um, in fact, my life has honestly been saved. Um, well, my husband did give me a blessing when I was hemorrhaging. So it was in part to like magic and spiritual things, but it was also, um, you know, through the donation of blood of other people, I was able to receive a blood transfusion. And so anyway, um, all this to say that I, when I became the postpartum coach, I actually, you guys, I don't know if I think I've said this before, but it took me about nine months to finally get the courage to be 
the postpartum coach because I'm holistic. A lot of my process has come literally from my body's intuition. And um, I just kept imagining like white jackets and the system. And this is not men against women. This is this is like women um, daring to believe in their intuition and daring to believe that they have the answers within themselves. And so that's really the conversation that I think Tori and I want to have today is yes, bringing in ancestors. And then yes, remembering that so much, um, lives within you. So many answers, so much power, um, so much magic, right? Intuition. I mean, I have, I have this spidey sense, like, um, Tori's not, not a mom yet. Is that right, Tori? You are a single woman. For now, <laughs> yeah, and so um, I, I will say I, when I started single woman, <laughs> when I had um, when I had my kids, I noticed I had this sixth sense. This is just to give an example, where um, I can sense if they're going to wake up that night, and my body will tell me to go to bed earlier um, because even though I don't cognitively know why. I like my body will bring me fatigue a lot earlier and it has this rhythm with my babies. Like we're synced. Um, anyway, so stuff like that, you know, it's like there's so much magic and healing within us. And so anyway, I'm going to turn it over to you, Tori. I know we've gotten together. You've written some thoughts down about our collective trauma as women and how this might relate to our work as mothers and postpartum. And so anything you feel like you want to comment on that I've said, and then anything else you want to kind of go into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening in, as I share these words, I invite you to drop into your body. If there's any part of you that's hovering in the mind, really allowing yourself to breathe down into your body and into your womb space. And all women have the feminine energetic center of the womb space, even if you don't have a physical womb. So dropping down into that deeper consciousness, the womb space holds all of the memories of the feminine ancestors in your maternal lineage. And each woman is born of a womb, and that woman was born by a woman, that woman was born by a womb, in this long line of wombs that stretches back through time all the way to the original mother. So as I speak these words and as I share, I invite you to rest into that space, into that wider, wilder context that your body, your life, your womb space is like a thread in a tapestry that has been woven long before you and that will continue to be woven long after you as well. And that's whether or not you have children in your bloodline in this life. What you weave and the legacy that you leave is impacting future generations of this earth. And so this is a part of the magic of womb consciousness, and this is a part of the magic of mother consciousness. The gift of mothers and grandmothers is we get to look at that tapestry that has been woven before us. We get to see 
the patterns that have been woven into that tapestry or the patterns that have been living in your lineage. You can see the gifts, the traumas, the challenges, the triumphs, the resilience, the love, the darkness even. All of the fullness of all that has come before you in your lineage. So you can see all of those patterns and everything that's been woven into that tapestry. And through your life and through your healing and through your intention and your prayer, you get to weave a new pattern where you get to continue certain patterns such as the gifts and the magic and the wisdoms. You get to reclaim old, lost, forgotten patterns and choose what you're weaving in. And so when we talk about postpartum and we talk about the mother, a big part of what we're reclaiming when we connect to this lineage of mothers before us is a remembrance of community, of true mm-hmm. village, of tribe, true tribe, mm-hmm. where the mother is the center of the village and she is the center of a thriving family. She is like the hub of the wheel and the health and well-being of the mother impacts the entire family around her. And we're living in a time when this community, this village is harder to come by, when it really Mm -hmm. wants to and needs to be intentionally created rather than something that we were just born into in a way of being that our ancestors knew. Mm-hmm. And so a part of connecting to your ancestors and connecting to this consciousness of community and village and tribe is reclaiming yourself as mother and as the center of nourishment for your family and reclaiming that as a sacred position, as a necessary position. Mm-hmm. And when we look around in our lives, we many of us see and notice that there are so many broken families all around us. So many people who have experienced trauma from their parents or in their childhood, or family members that they aren't speaking to, or grandparents who they feel shame around. So there are so mm-hmm. many broken families all around us. And a huge part of what you as mother are doing just through being you, through nourishing your little one, through nourishing your family, is an act of ancestral healing. And when mothers all over the world connect to their ancestors and take that sacred role of being the hub and the center of the family and the center of nourishment to heart, then ancestral healing happens Not just like there's one healer in every village, but there's a healer in every family. Yes. Oh, I love that. Get to be. Yes. And so you get Mm -hmm. to be the healer of your family. That's not to say that you need to shoulder the burdens of everyone else's work. Not at all. Because as you know, mama, we have so much work Mm -hmm. as women and as mothers, right? Mm -hmm. But it is to say that you are not carrying the weight and the burden of your family and of your lineage on your shoulders, but rather that your healed, wise, and well ancestors are holding you. Mm -hmm. 
And healing the family unit is one of the deepest gifts we can give the world to birth a new paradigm on the planet. Mm-hmm. So postpartum mama, you deserve rest and care mm-hmm. because you are also doing your part in birthing the new paradigm. A new paradigm where women no longer fear our intuitive gifts and our magic. A new paradigm where instead of stumbling blindly forward as humanity, we turn to learn from the wisdom of those who came before us. Not only the wisdom of those wise and well ones and their ways of being and community and wholeness and harmony with the earth, but also to learn from the mistakes that have been made in our histories and in Mm -hmm. our lineages so that we can heal from that and no longer stand on a faulty foundation. Mm-hmm. So as a humanity, we are being asked to turn towards our roots, to heal the foundation so that we can stand on the shoulders of ancestors rather than standing on the shoulders of traumas and wounds. Mm-hmm. And so you have midwife ancestors, you have healer ancestors, and there are many wise women who came before you who are supporting you in this. And there are spirit babies and beings who are meant to be born during these times to weave the highest legacy on our planet that's meant to unfold. Mm -hmm. This is truly one of the deepest things that I've felt within myself and my own journey is, like Lizzie mentioned, I'm not a mother yet, but I, I feel and I know that when I do find my beloved and when we combine our unique lineages together, that it will create a very certain alchemy that's meant to happen in order for certain beings who are meant to be born on this planet to come in. And when I choose Mm -hmm. my beloved, I'm not only choosing a beloved for myself and someone that I'm in love with. I'm choosing the father of my children and I'm choosing a lineage and I'm choosing DNA that will be woven with mine. That will be the most perfect vessel for a certain spirit baby to be born into so that they carry on a lineage and are a part of the highest legacy that's meant to unfold on our planet. And so mm-hmm. one of my deepest prayers, not only for myself, but for families all over the world, is that when the world awakens to the power of ancestral healing, we are creating lineages of love all over the planet. And so motherhood is one of the deepest purposes that we can carry. We all have many threads of our life purpose that weave together. And I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give the world is to be a conscious mother and create a family of light and a lineage Mm -hmm. of love. And Mm -hmm. when we heal broken families on our planet, we are healing a deep wound of separation and feeling unsafe, a wound of separation from village, from tribe, from community, from safety, from our intuition, from the earth, from the wisdom of our ancestors. Mm -hmm. And this also helps heal the wound of separation from our own magic and beauty and power as creator beings. So imagine instead of a world full of broken families and ancestral trauma, living out old cycles and repeating them, we do ancestral healing and create families of light and lineages of love all over the world. So this is one of my deepest prayers and greatest visions for the planet. And 
you, Mama, are playing an essential role in this. And I also want to speak to those of you who have experienced the loss of a child and miscarriage. <sighs> Just a deep breath Infertility of love even too. for you, a deep breath of compassion. Infertility, yes. So there is a divine and sacred timing that oftentimes is incredibly challenging and heartbreaking as we are walking the line and the desire to become a mother or to have another child. And a part of that is being able to trust in the wisdom of the spirit babies that are wanting to come through and in the healing that is already unfolding through you in your quest to bring this child into your life. And so the ancestral healing work that you do and the healing work that you do and the path that you walk and the woman that you are is holding something so sacred when you are holding a prayer, such as the prayer of having a child or healing from losing a child. And that's mm -hmm. also a part of the healing that our world needs. Mm -hmm. So in, in ancient times when a woman, you know, lost a child, she is... Or if she, for instance, has a miscarriage, that is still considered a postpartum time. She was pregnant mm -hmm. and then the baby was released. That is mm -hmm. still a postpartum time. Mm -hmm. And that mother would still be held in the circle of community. And she would mm -hmm. still be honored as a mother, even though there's no mm -hmm. physical child walking beside her. On a deep level, your body has gone through the changes. Your body has held the memory of what it is to be a mother and the desires and prayers of a mother. And then you get to embody the mother for yourself. You get to embody the mother for your village. And you get to let yourself be held on that level. And so it's mm -hmm. my deepest prayer that for those of us who have experienced miscarriage, the loss of a child, abortion, etc., that that is honored as just as sacred as mm -hmm. birth itself. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. that is honored as another form of birth. And this is a huge part of what I believe wants to be shifted within collective consciousness is instead of having a fear of death and a fear of loss and a fear of grief and a fear of the ancestors and a fear of the spiritual in prioritizing light and life and beauty and magic and love and joy, right? Mm -hmm. Life and light and beauty and magic and love and joy are more on the masculine side of the spectrum of things that are accepted. Whereas the feminine mm -hmm. is in many ancient traditions regarded as the dark, regarded as the silence, the depth, mm -hmm. the death, right? The ancestors, the spiritual side, whereas the masculine is the scientific and things that you can only see with your physical eyes. And so when we bring the feminine and the magic of the feminine back into our hearts, back into our households, back into our lives, we get to honor all women, no matter where they are on their path of if they have birthed a child into this world or whether they tried to or are trying to, we get to mm -hmm. honor those women equally as mother and hold them equally as powerfully in mm -hmm. their grief and in their prayer. So know that if that is you, if, if you have 
been there and walked on those sides of the tracks, then please know that you are doing such important work. You are worthy mm-hmm. of that community care and support. And in many ways, you are holding something that is incredibly important for our planet and for healing and remembrance during these times. Mm-hmm. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you so much. So gorgeous. Yes, healing really is possible. That's that's what I feel to say right now. Um, I know I could see some of you maybe thinking, okay, well, this is so gorgeous. And I love the way that Tori and Lizzie are talking about this. And I love the way I'm feeling right now. But how do you actually feel that day to day when your kids are screaming and you know one of them's sick and has to go to the doctor? And so I just want you guys to know, I don't want you to feel bad if this is your first exposure to like the vision of motherhood in this way and you don't feel like you can either, you know, that you don't feel qualified or you don't feel um, like this all the time. Maybe you even right now are feeling a lot of negativity towards your motherhood. Um, and so I just want you to know that there's nothing but compassion here, right? The system a lot of times kind of sets us up to struggle and there are so many resources that are there that aren't exactly what women need, which is one of the reasons I wanted to bring on Tori and just remind you that we are both here. You guys, like we, many of us were not born into a community, um, like a tribal sense where we, a lot of us can't, don't even feel like we can disclose things to our own mother um, or our mother-in-law and the pain of deeply needing and desiring community, but being trained, having to, having to have, having to have had train yourself, whatever, train yourself to not need it and to not use it because it wasn't there. Just know that it can be there. There are women like myself, like Tori, who want to support women and who want to guide them into a life that feels where, where they feel taken care of, they, where they value themselves. And I think that's really where the healing begins. Like that, if I could just say, as somebody who's worked with a lot of postpartum women in depression, anxiety, the priority is your personal self-worth. Um, because when a woman feels her senses, her worth, she gets, she will make it happen. She'll make it happen. Whether she gets the resources she needs, um, she delegates how she needs to delegate. She, um, she reads the book that she needs to read. She takes the course, she raises the money, like whatever you need to do is going to stem from this sense of self-worth. And as you turn towards your ancestors and whatever that looks like for you, 
Um, but as you turn towards your ancestors, um, and even just invite them in and get curious with them, whether it's through prayer, whether you just think about them more often, whether you do a meditation, and I'm going to have Tori Tech talk about some of her free offerings that she has that can sort of get you started with your ancestors, but however it is that you do it, um, just know that um, I believe that they want you to feel your worth, and um, you knowing your worth as a woman is going to connect you to them. It's going to connect you to yourself. It's going to connect you to the healing that you're seeking right now. So, um, yeah, in my perspective, that's, that's sort of the number one priority. Tori, do you want to comment on that? And then also share with us any, um, free offerings you have that can help these postpartum mamas kind of get started in this realm. Mm, Yes, Lizzie. Thank you. Yeah. I, I just want to speak to that as humans and as women, and for those of you who are mothers, life is inevitably messy. And we're going to screw it up and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to be frustrated with ourselves sometimes. And we're going to feel like failures sometimes. And we're going to see all the ways that we can do better and sometimes feel some shame around that. And in this whole conversation around motherhood and around, you know, the the beautiful poetics of it and, and the deep transmission that's coming through here in our time together, I want to also include a space that can hold all of the messiness and all of the imperfection and to frame mm-hmm. that as beautiful and juicy and rich and human in the deepest, dearest sense of the word. Like we get to yeah. be human. We get to be in these bodies. We get to have challenges. We get to learn. Like there's a reason that our souls came here into these physical bodies, into this planet during this time of great change, during this time when we don't have typical villages of community support. And one of those reasons is that we get to experience the full spectrum depths of what it means to be human, of what it means to have a body, of what it means to be here facing the depths of our emotions. And so all of that gets to be included in the sacredness and in the embrace of this conversation and no part of you needs to be left behind in this and life is hard sometimes and motherhood is really not only the greatest gift to the planet but one of the greatest um initiations that can be full of challenge Mm -hmm. and and love so deep that it breaks your heart and Mm -hmm. I only know just the tip of the iceberg, having not been a mother myself in this lifetime yet. And so I just want to honor that, that context and set it up that everything that arises in your experience gets to be used as fuel for your healing Mm -hmm. and fuel for the healing of your lineage and fuel for your empowerment. So that includes the Mm -hmm. shadows and the messiness and the imperfection Mm -hmm. and all the moments Mm -hmm. and times that maybe you're a little hard on yourself all of that gets to be fuel for your empowerment and your healing for yourself and your lineage and your children as well. And I also want to share on the subject of the gift that it is to the planet for those of you who are mothers. Imagine what would change in the world instead of so many children experiencing traumatic childhoods where their gifts aren't supported They experience incredible childhoods full of love. And that doesn't need to be perfect love, right? It can be imperfect and messy. So that Mm -hmm. the gifts and brilliance 
of our children can shine in a safe Mm. and sacred environment. And a part of that is being able to see your mother make mistakes and how she faces them and And to see your mother when she's, yes, exactly. When she's down, like how does she treat herself? How does she speak to herself? How does she move through it so that they can see the full arc of not only, Mm. you know, a mother going through a hard time, but how does her mother rise through that? And how is that a lesson? And Imagine what those children will grow up to create on our planet, to be in our planet, the love they'll be able to embody, the self-compassion they'll be able to embody and understand Mm -hmm. from seeing it modeled in their mother from a young age, seeing her, how she rose through challenges and how those children will then pass that on to future generations and create a whole new paradigm and a whole new culture that you get to Mm -hmm. embody in your imperfection, right? And Mm -hmm many people are disenchanted and hopeless when they think of the future and don't even imagine that there will be much of a future or that there will be a healthy earth that your great, 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 great grandchildren will inherit. And it's up to us to shift the trajectory of humanity into a trajectory of healthy, thriving abundance and freedom. And your motherhood Mm -hmm. is key Mm -hmm to creating this Mm -hmm. shift in the eyes Mm -hmm. of your child are the eyes of your grandchildren, the eyes of your great grandchildren, the eyes of your great, great grandchildren and the great, 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 great grandchildren beneath them. Right. And so Mm -hmm. as your child watches you through their eyes, it's all of the future generations receiving the teachings, the embodiment that you get to share with them and be with them. And through you taking this time for you in postpartum and doing your ancestral healing work in real time through your own deep healing and how you're showing up for your child and your family, you're doing your part in creating that shift. You're doing that part in already reaching out and touching the future generations because that's the other side of ancestral healing and connecting to your ancestors is you're also reaching into future generations as well. And because Mm -hmm. you're here listening to this podcast right now, you are doing this work. Like you are living this work. Yes. And I bow to you. I bow to you, mamas. Mm. Oh, so good. I love you. Thank you so much. I want to just put in there Mm -hmm. that um, depression and anxiety, you guys, um, I believe are one of the modalities through which the feminine divine awakens her daughters. Um, so I want you to know that if you are struggling postpartum, it is my outlook that this is the time. This is the time that you're being invited into a deeper, um, more awake existence. And it's not fun. It feels like crap. It's supposed to, um, because it's the, the forces that love you more than anything are destroying what's not working to give rise to what will work even better for you in your life. And so whether that means an elevated, elevated mental health, whether that means you're feeling called to do ancestral healing, um, whether that means um, you're learning how to calm your body and calm your mind and process anxiety, or just be more patient with your children, like whatever it is. I believe that my podcast audience is filled with generational chain breakers. Um, but in order to be an effective generational chain breaker, you need you need to know 
your ancestors and what they went through and have compassion on them and they can help you. So thank you, Tori. Thank you so much for your just genuine love and strength. You are so um, wise. Thank you for your transmissions and for your goodness. You guys, please follow her on Instagram at Sacred Ancestry. Um, she's an incredible woman to to be in touch with and she will light up your world. I'm going to just put her free. She has a wise and well challenge. She has a reclaim your energy meditation. These are all free. I'll put them in the show notes. Um, the unveil the witch within three day ceremony. Ooh, that sounds so fun. And a full spectrum woman ceremony to embody. Yes. A full spectrum woman ceremony to embody your feminine archetypes. So do you want to make any comments on, on how they can get a hold of you or any freebies or anything like that? That's all. I'm here. I'm available. I am holding a prayer with you mamas. And I just want to say thank you so much, Lizzie. Thank you for creating this incredible space. And to all of you beautiful mamas or mamas to be who are listening, you are birthing more than just a child and a family of light. You Mm -hmm. are helping to birth a new paradigm on the planet by how you show up. every day in every way. And it's such an honor to walk on this earth with you. So thank you for all that you all are bringing. And thank you so much, Lizzie. You're so welcome. Thanks for being here. We love you guys. Check the show notes for anything about my program and any of Tori's free offerings. And we will talk to you next week. Take care, my love. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I run a group coaching program for postpartum women. It's 12 weeks. There's a curriculum and videos that are assigned to you in between 12 amazing live calls that we get each week. We meet Monday nights. We'd love to have you join us. You can join at any time because your motherhood can feel juicy and vivacious and energetic again. You don't need to feel lonely, depressive, anxious, ragey, irritable, short with your kids. That doesn't need to be a reality postpartum. You can get your mental health back in check and your emotional wellness and your energy. We've got the place for you. To get more details about my 12-week postpartum program for mamas, go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program. And when you're ready to join us, just hit the join now button. You will be able to check out and get immediate access to the videos, get the latest call replays and get in the group. So we can't wait to have you join us. So much support is waiting for you. Go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program to join us today. And we will see you inside mama. Talk soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.